Coming up, the greatest of all time has officially announced his retirement, and we'd be lying if we said there's a team who doesn't remember being Tom Brady'd. This is Locked On Now NFL. <laughs> The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Hey everyone, you're listening to Locked On Now, local experts on the biggest stories throughout the NFL. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NFL hosts are here today for a special Tom Brady edition of Locked On Now. Just about every team in the league has been what we like to call Tom Brady'd. So we are going to go around the league and hear from our Locked On NFL hosts on a time in the last 22 years that the GOAT left his mark. Let's go around the league. There are so many teams whose fan bases really hate Tom Brady, but they still respect him. Locked on Chargers tells you the reason for the now Los Angeles Chargers feelings, and it might have to do with how many times Philip Rivers beat the GOAT. Finally, Tom Brady is retiring. This is Daniel Wade here from Locked On Chargers. And Tom Brady is easily the most hated quarterback by Chargers fans who are all breathing a sigh of relief, especially of those quarterbacks that are not in the AFC West because Phillip Rivers never beat Tom Brady as a Charger. I mean, 17 years as a quarterback and Phillip Rivers never beat Tom Brady. The only time he beat the Patriots was with Matt Castle when Tom Brady was out for this season. But the Patriots are the team that most recently balanced the Chargers after a great 12-4 2018 season. But the time the Chargers got Brady the hardest had to be, and I know this is tough, Charger fans, 2006, the Chargers were 14-2, number one seed in the playoffs, and Tom Brady rolls to town, and the Chargers were winning. They had the game wrapped up on fourth and five, up by eight, with six minutes and 26 seconds remaining. Marlon McCree intercepts Tom Brady when all he had to do was knock it down. He ends up fumbling. Brady goes down on that drive, ends up tying the game at 21-all, and the Patriots end up winning with a game-winning field goal and a Nate Kading miss. But every Charger fan out there cannot breathe a sigh of relief. Tom Brady is done, and as much as you hate him, you have to respect him. When we talk about being Tom Brady'd, one of the first things that comes to my mind is the endless list of final second wins by none other than the GOAT. And it sounds like Locked On Chiefs agrees with me and is here to tell you why. When it comes to Tom Brady, there's two games I will always remember as a Chiefs reporter, and it is 2014, one of the first games he played against Andy Reid in Kansas City, uh, and the, the Chiefs won that game 41-14. to The reason I remember that game so much is because everybody started questioning whether or not Brady was done. That was seven years ago in 2014. Obviously, the other game that always comes to mind when it comes to Tom Brady is the 2019 AFC Championship game. This is when Kansas City got Brady, and it was one of those games where Kansas City was leading most of the game, then it got down to overtime, uh, and actually the Patriots had to score a touchdown just to get into overtime. Brady took him down the field, got him to a touchdown. Then they get into overtime, and Brady took him to a victory to beat Kansas City and send them to send them home. Uh, that was the first of four straight AFC Championship games for the Chiefs, but Brady was the one that sent them home and not allowed them to go to the Super Bowl that year. 
Now, if you're a Broncos fan, you know that no one wanted to see Tom Brady lose to Peyton Manning more than we did. And yes, I say we because I am also a Broncos fan. But Locked On Broncos has another idea of what some Broncos fans might want to see when it comes to Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Tom Brady has officially retired. And from a Denver Broncos perspective, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things we'll always remember about Tom Brady, the Denver Broncos made it to the division round of the playoffs with Tim Tebow and an overtime strike to Demarius Thomas to advance. The very next week, they'd have to travel to Foxborough where Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots absolutely just laid a smackdown on the Broncos. It's one memory that I remember as a kid that always sticks with me. But outside of that, the Broncos have gotten Tom Brady's number in some AFC Championship games on birth to a Super Bowl appearance in 2013 and 2015 for the Broncos. But for Tom Brady, one of the greatest of all times, one of the best competitors and guys out there for the game of football will be missed extensively. And I can't wait from a Broncos perspective to watch he and Peyton Manning call Monday Night Football together in the near future. January 19th, 2002 is the date that will forever be burned in the minds of Raiders fans across the world. The tuck rule was created at Tom Brady and Charles Woodson's expense and Locked On Raiders walks you through the difficult memories. I'm your boy Q, host of the Locked On Raiders podcast with that Time your team got Brady. And this all comes from the heels of Tom Brady officially announcing his retirement after 22 seasons in the NFL. Of course, he's the greatest of all time. Way too many rings. He's got rings on top of rings on top of rings, right, to talk about it. But this is about the time that your team got Brady. And, of course, covering the silver and black, being a fan of the silver and black, there's only one time that I have to think about, and that was the first time. You know, it's always worse the first time. That was the tuck rule. Uh, the Raiders get the snow job, get tuck ruled, get Bradied, whatever you want to call it. John Gruden eventually gets traded from the silver and black, goes to Tampa Bay. I mean, there's so many things that change the course of history in the NFL if the tuck rule never happens, including maybe the dynasty in New England never gets started, you know, because that, again, was the beginning. So I think when you think of Tom Brady and you're following the silver and black and you're a fan of the silver and black, you immediately flash back to the tuck rule to Charles Woodson stripping Tom Brady and them going back and calling it an incomplete pass. Uh, it still makes me angry to think about it to this day. But hey, there's a special coming out pretty soon about it as well. So why not go 30 for 30 on the tuck rule? Keep opening that wound up. Matter of fact, this is opening that wound up again. I'm out. It's the Lockdown Raiders podcast. You want to get up to date on all things silver and black? Definitely make sure you check it out. I'm your boy Q for the Lockdown Podcast Network. Now we could go on and on and on about the qualities that make Tom Brady the greatest of all time, but Locked On Steelers goes in depth on one of those qualities that is just tough to grasp for many other QBs. Here is Locked On Steelers with the big explanation. When you're talking about Tom Brady and the Pittsburgh Steelers, there's any number of games you could pick on where he Brady the Steelers. He beat them 12 times out of 15 games in his entire career. But to me, it was never about a one particular moment that defined this dominance that he had over the Steelers. It was more so the collective view of how he would process the field. And to this day, this is where I've always been on Tom Brady. He is the best processor of the field as a quarterback that I've ever seen. He sees things. He identifies things. Even when you're trying to disguise things on defense, he knows what you're trying to do. And that's what destroyed the Steelers time and time again. And Troy Polamalu, a guy who was a student of the game, studied film religiously to be ready for, for, his, for the NFL, which is why he made so many gambles. None of those gambles ever crushed Tom Brady. He never threw the pick to Troy Polamalu. He threw picks to other Steelers, but never to the to the legendary Hall of Fame safety that defined the position for so for 
so long. That to me is what epitomizes what Tom Brady was to the Steelers as a guy that you could have schemed everything up against and it just didn't work. Troy Pomal even talked about like, hey, they knew what, what we were calling before we were calling it. And while some can point to Spygate and other cheating scandals that were involved with the, with the Patriots, the, tr- the fact of the matter is Tom Brady being able to see what the Steelers were doing half the time was the reason that he consistently dominated and often avoided the crucial mistakes that usually cost teams in big games. To me, that's what defined Tom Brady's dominance over the Steelers, knowing where they were going to be, knowing how to attack their defenses, how to break down Dick LeBeau's defense, one of the greatest defensive coordinators in the history of the game. He faced him and continuously won against him. That's how Tom Brady braided the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yet another team with a losing record against Tom Brady is the Cleveland Browns. And I know that statement doesn't come as a surprise to many of you in regards to any team, really. But here is Locked on Browns with some touching words. This is Jeff Lloyd, host of the Locked on Browns podcast. 22 years, Tom Brady finally hangs it up. Tom's career against the Cleveland Browns, seven wins, one loss, as you Browns fans know, the Peyton Hillis game. Maybe a memorable shootout in 2013 with Jason Campbell. 2019, a game Browns fans were so excited for that they ended up on the wrong side of. The ultimate champion, the ultimate quarterback in NFL history will go down as the best ever. Um, The words of the immortal Ric Flair, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And more often than not, Tom Brady beat everybody. All the best, number 12. Probably pretty sure that the NFL is happy to see you go. On to the next, Jeff Lloyd, Locked On Browns. One of the few teams that beat Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl was the Philadelphia Eagles. Brady stood in the way of some Eagles national titles, but Philadelphia will always have Super Bowl 52. Gino Camilleri here, host of the Locked On Eagles podcast, to take a trip down memory lane now that Tom Brady has officially announced his retirement from the National Football League. I think back to just being a little Eagles fan, going to three straight NFC championships, finally breaking through to get to Super Bowl 39, and Tom Brady ultimately rips out the hearts of Donovan McNabb and that team that came so far over those four years to go to three straight NFC championship games, then another, and then finally lose in the Super Bowl to Tom Brady. But only 14 years later, the Eagles officially got their payback when they took down Tom Brady in Super Bowl 52 by a score of 41 to 33. Tom Brady threw for 505 yards in one of the best Super Bowls of all time. I will continue to watch the replay of that game as long as I am a football fan. One of the best Super Bowls that we have seen. And the Eagles, they had a rough time with Tom Brady going two and seven across his entire career. Best of luck to the GOAT in his next venture, hopefully it has something to do with talking about these games. As a commentator, it would be great to hear what the GOAT has to say. Tom Brady will miss you on the field, but ultimately it'll be great to see somebody else get some Super Bowls. I'm Gino Camilleri signing off. Locked on Rams is on site of this year's Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium. And Travis Rogers took some time out of his busy schedule to talk about another Super Bowl, Super Bowl 53, when the Los Angeles Rams were Tom Brady'd out of the Lombardi Trophy. 
Hey, it's Travis Rogers from Locked On Rams. Of course, the announcement that Tom Brady is retiring. Where else are you going to go with Tom Brady and the Rams than him beating them in the Super Bowl? I'm not even talking about the first one, which was several lifetimes ago. I'm talking about the one in Atlanta just a handful of years ago, Super Bowl 53, where the Rams get to the Super Bowl in Sean McVay's second year. And who's waiting there? Of course, it's Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And they did what they did. Not the greatest Rams day ever. Not even the greatest Tom Brady day ever. But Tom Brady wins Super Bowls. That's what he does. And he did it at the expense of the Rams. Now, the Rams got a little bit of it back when they beat Tom Brady in the division round last week. We're getting ready here at SoFi to hopefully host another Rams Super Bowl coming up in just a bit. But that's my memory of Tom Brady. Thanks for checking out Locked on Rams, making your first listen every single day. The Cincinnati Bengals are headed to the Super Bowl this year, but today, Locked On Bengals is talking about the times of defeat at the expense of the GOAT. Here is Locked On Bengals and Tom Brady's walk down memory lane. The GOAT is retiring. Hi again, everyone. I'm James Erpine of the Locked On Bengals podcast, and Tom Brady is without a doubt the GOAT. You can see his picture over my shoulder. I've watched him for years and years and years. I remember when people called him the comeback kid at Michigan but as far as the Bengals, yeah, he played 22 seasons in the NFL, but only played against the Bengals eight times. Uh, and, well, he had a great record against the Bengals. Seven in one, scored 34 or more points in all seven victories. His lone loss was a 13-6 L that the Bengals handed him on October 6, 2013. And how did they do it? Well, there was a driving rainstorm that came down late in the fourth quarter with the Patriots driving. Another noteworthy matchup in the time I think the Bengals really got bradied was in 2010 when Bengals fans were so excited after the Bengals had won the division. They swept the division in 2009, flamed out in the playoffs, but Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson were on the field together. It was the Teocho show. And they went to Gillette, and, well, it, it didn't work out at Gillette Stadium on September 12th, 2010. No, 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 it didn't work out at all. It was 38-24, but it wasn't that close. As Tom Brady, Randy Moss, and company shredded the Bengals, even though Chad Johnson had a huge game, it was not enough. As Carson Palmer and company, well, it was ugly for the Bengals. So the GOAT retires 7-1, and one, and the unfortunate part about this, the Bengals were set to take on and are set to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next season in Tampa. We get robbed of Burrow Brady. Farewell to a legend. Congrats on retirements. And, uh, man, 22 years. What a ride it has been. Again, Brady 7-1 against the Bengals. Congrats, Tom. Now, the Buccaneers had the worst winning percentage of all sports in all all of history when Tom Brady signed with them to be their quarterback two years ago. And Locked On Bucks is here to tell you about the ironic time that Tampa Bay was indeed Tom Brady. James Yarko here from the Locked On Bucks podcast, reminiscing about the incredible Hall of Fame career of quarterback Tom Brady. And how did the Buccaneers get Brady? Well, there aren't really a whole lot of matchups to go back and look at when it comes to the Buccaneers playing against Tom Brady. There was that semi-memorable game in London when the Patriots just absolutely dismantled the Buccaneers. But I would say the most you know glowing example of how the Buccaneers got Bradied was the day that he signed with them, becoming the quarterback of the team with the worst winning percentage in all of sports history. Not only that, but it was a weird year with COVID restrictions, not a true training camp, no preseason, where he was learning the offense on the fly all season long, 
then all of a sudden rattles off four wins in a row to end the regular season, then wins on the road in the wild card round, wins on the road against division rival New Orleans in the divisional round, wins at Lambeau in the NFC Championship to lead the Buccaneers to being not just the first team in NFL history to play a Super Bowl in their home stadium, but to be the first NFL team to win a Super Bowl in their home stadium. With Brady came leadership, excellence, and free agents like Rob, well, Rob Gronkowski in a trade, but free agents like Leonard Fournette wanting to come in and play with this team. Bringing back guys on discounted deals who wanted to try and win it again, like Indomitian Sue. It's been an incredible ride to cover Tom Brady as the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the last two years, and he is unquestionably the greatest to ever do it at the position. So, on behalf of Buccaneers fans and my co-host David Harrison, we say thank you, Tom Brady. There's never going to be another one like him. Once Tom Brady figures out his opposing defense, there's really no stopping him. That's what Locked On Washington football team remembers most about the time that they got Bradyed. What's going on, guys? I'm Chris Russell. How about the time that Tom Bradyed the Washington football team, whatever they're going to be called, or the Washington Redskins, their old name? Well, I thought maybe going back to 2007 when the Patriots hammered Washington under Joe Gibbs 52-7 up in Foxborough. But Brady didn't play much of the fourth quarter, did throw for three touchdowns and just over 300 yards. Not all that impressive of a stat line when your team scored 52 points. They actually ran the ball well that day. So I thought, hmm, I was at a game in 2011 at FedEx Field that Brady played well in, but I chose the final win that I saw in person for Tom Brady over a Washington franchise, and that was on their way to the Super Bowl for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year, 2020, and actually the 2021 calendar year on a Saturday night at empty, frigid FedEx Field. Tom Brady threw for 381 yards, three touchdowns, in a wild card win for the Buccaneers. Even though Washington gave him a hell of a run that night, Brady was able to more than figure out Jack Del Rio's defense and carve him up like a Thanksgiving turkey, even in January. That was the time that Tom Brady, Brady'd Washington. The Miami Dolphins have several winning stats against Brady, but Brady had several more on Miami. Here is Locked On Dolphins with the explanation. Kyle Krabs of Locked On Dolphins and Tom Brady has officially announced his retirement from the NFL. And the Dolphins are able to stake a claim in a couple of different ways. They beat Tom Brady 12 times, more than any other team in the regular season, and they intercepted more Tom Brady passes with 27 than any other team. And yet Tom beat the Dolphins twice as often as the Dolphins beat him. And Tom threw more touchdowns against Miami, 72, than any other team with the exception of the Buffalo Bills who also allowed 72 touchdown passes in his illustrious career. So sometimes you get the bear, sometimes the bear gets you. Tom, happy trails. Okay, and now here are five words that you have all probably heard and will continue to hear when reminiscing on the GOAT's career. Never sleep on Tom Brady. Locked on Jags feels the same, and here is why. Hi, this is Tony Weeks with Locked on Jaguars. Here's my memory of Tom Brady beating Jacksonville. With under 13 minutes left to go, the Jaguars in the 2018 
AFC Championship had a 10-point lead. Tom Brady needed a little bit of luck because Miles Jack was not down. He tackled the running back for the New England Patriots and simultaneously stripped him of the ball and got up and was headed in the other direction where he could have scored a touchdown. They ruled that the runner was down by contact. When you give Tom Brady a break, here's what happens. He completes a third and 16 with eight minutes left to go with the Patriots still trailing by 10 points. He then proceeds to slice and dice the rest of the game, scoring two touchdowns in the last eight minutes, the last one coming with less than three minutes to play, and the Patriots won 24 to 20. And that ended a 2017-2018 season by Jacksonville that was really a storybook season and it's the only thing that has good that has that has happened that has been good for the Jaguars for approximately the last 10 years. So that's my one Tom Brady negative memory when he Bradyed the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, one team that may have had a different memory of Tom Brady is the New York Giants. Two Super Bowl wins over Brady and the Patriots not only put New England in the history books, but they are games that Giants fans will certainly never forget. And neither will Patricia Trena with Locked on Giants. Legendary quarterback Tom Brady has called it a career after 22 years. Big congratulations to the GOAT. One of the best, if not the best, to ever play the game. A sure-fired Hall of Fame first ballot candidate in 2027. And just what a privilege it has been to watch Tom Brady in those few times that the New York Giants have played against him in the regular season as well as in the postseason. Hi, everybody. I'm Patricia Trainer, host of Locked On Giants podcast. And Tom Brady might have gotten the best of the Giants in the regular season, going 6-1 and one in the games he played against New York, two of which he played uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, of course, the rest with the New England Patriots. But I think the one thing Giant fans will always remember, and I know I will remember, and yes, you know where I'm going with this, are the two postseason games, the Super Bowl games, in which the Giants got the better of Brady and the New England Patriots. The games were four years apart, and the Giants won each on a last-second late-game score. And uh, Brady, always a gracious uh, gentleman, but whether he won or whether he lost, just um, a tremendous career. Like I said, it's been a privilege and an honor those few times to cover him. And I wish him nothing but the best in retirement. The game will never be the same without him. And there will never be a Tom Brady in the NFL. Another few words that make NFL fans facing Brady sigh of frustration. Too much time on the clock. Locked on Saints is here with a prime example. All told, the New Orleans Saints have had a lot of success, actually, against the now-retired Tom Brady, but there is one moment that stands out of the Saints getting Brady. And I'm Ross Jackson, host of Locked on Saints podcast, coming at you from Mobile, Alabama, here at the Senior Bowl. Let's go all the way back to 2012. The New Orleans Saints tie up a game late in that one with a late field goal, but Tom Brady, too much time left on the clock just before the two-minute warning. The Patriots and Tom Brady go on a 70-yard drive, I'll never forget it, that ends in a touchdown to Ken Rell Tompkins with 10 seconds left on the clock at the snap, 
five seconds at the whistle, and the New England Patriots would go on to win that game. So while the recent history for the New Orleans Saints against Tom Brady has been positive, there are still some of those Brady moments that you just can't escape in every NFL franchise. For more on the New Orleans Saints, make sure you check out the Locked On Saints podcast, free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube as well. You're a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. New York Jets fans are amongst many fan bases that will be happy to not see Tom on the field, but boy, did Brady leave part of his legacy in New York. I'm John from Locked On Jets, and you can't really say there was one time the Jets got Bradyed because the Jets really got Bradyed for two full decades. Of course, the Jets were the team that saw Tom Brady enter the Patriots lineup in 2001 as Mo Lewis delivered a big hit on Drew Bledsoe. Brady took over as Patriots quarterback and the rest is history. In his first career start against the Jets, he led a New England win that helped the Patriots win the division over the Jets in a year where New England won its first Super Bowl. In Brady's last game against the Jets, week 17 of his final season, he engineered a 93-yard drive in the final two minutes of the game to beat the Jets. Through his career, Brady beat the Jets 31 times, including a playoff win in 2006 and threw for over 9,000 yards. There with the possible exception of Buffalo, is no team that was Bradyed more frequently than the New York Jets. And let's wrap up this Locked On Now NFL with a short and sweet message from Locked On Bills. It's Joe Marino, host of the Locked On Bills podcast, and Tom Brady retired. He was 33-3 as a starting quarterback against the Buffalo Bills. And so on behalf of Bills Mafia, happy trails, Tom. That's a wrap for us here at Locked On Now NFL. Thanks so much for making us your first listen every weekday morning. And thanks so much to all of our local Locked On NFL hosts for walking down memory lane there with Tom Brady as the GOAT has officially retired after 22 years. I think it's safe to say that the league will never be the same, but he has definitely left his mark on all of us that have watched football, are watching football, and will continue to watch football in the future. I'm your host, Kim Becker. Again, thank you so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Locked On, your team every day.